Welcome to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. There is great power in the number three. It is not only the number our brains remember most, but it is also the triad as it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it represents wholeness. And what better way to absorb information than from the power of three coaches? We created this show with the intention of assisting you in awakening your own intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life. We will have real conversations and share our own personal experiences to help you do so. We may even make you laugh. Also, at the close of the show, we'll pull an oracle card to add extra insight from the universe. Our topic today is self-care, and that self-care is not selfish. An online survey conducted during May of last year involving 2,051 U.S. adults aged 18 years and up gauged the participants' mental health experiences and self-care practices during the pandemic. Results showed 80% of participants actually intended to be more mindful about self-care rituals after the pandemic began. Although 46% reported that they were struggling to find ways to maintain physical, mental, and spiritual health, 64% reported feeling focused on their mental health more than ever, and 44% desired more guidance and support for practicing self-care during the pandemic. In one recent study, Researchers reported that during the first few weeks after the pandemic-related lockdowns began in the U.S. and other nations, Google searches related to the word exercise spiked and remained elevated for months. In fact, an online survey conducted in 139 countries by Run Repeat found a majority of people who had been exercising before the pandemic reported exercising more often in the weeks after. Other studies showed the 65 and up age range were the majority increasing their exercise routines exponentially. It can certainly be said that this pandemic has made self-care more mainstream, with more people spending increased time by themselves, realizing how far indeed they have gotten away from who they are and what they really enjoy doing. Pre-COVID self-care may have looked more like getting a haircut or buying a new suit and has now evolved into more of taking up a new skill creating home exercise routines, baking, gardening, and more. So, Rory, what does self-care mean for you? Hey, Sakura. Um, I believe self-care is arguably one of the most important things we can do in our lives. Without self-care, we're not operating at our best, and oftentimes we are in survival mode, just jumping from task to task. We're just trying to tune out at the end of the day because we feel overwhelmed and need to turn life off for a bit. A lot of people also derive importance from taking care of others, which is admirable and totally necessary, but often comes at the cost of taking care of themselves. Without your mental, emotional, and physical health, it's difficult to be of service to anyone else, not to mention have a quality of life we are happy with. If you're someone who has always said you don't have time for self-care, or that self-care seems selfish and self-indulgent, you're not alone. One of the things I come across all the time is the idea that people can't invest in things that are good for themselves because it's taking away from their ability to be a good parent or do what they need to do at work. And while I totally understand the challenges of juggling all of life's responsibilities, when we put ourselves first, when we make the statement to ourselves and others that we matter and that our needs matter, 
We also model good behavior for our children on how to construct a life where you can be happy and healthy, even if you're extremely busy. Well like said. That. Yeah, yeah, I like this part about that we matter. Yeah. Letting people know we matter, but knowing ourselves that we matter. Yeah. It's a challenge, challenged road. Yeah. <laughs> well, so everyone stay tuned for this episode of the Conscious Coaching Hour for more conversation around self-care is not selfish, offering up advice on why self-care is important and how to get started. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com. The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil, an exciting new show every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this engaging and informational jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil, assisting others on their journeys of healing and self-discovery. Drawing from their own experiences, Sakura and Rory have come to realize how challenging it can be to understand it all. So they will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but in an effort to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering you, the listener, a resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go Beyond the Veil. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A Care.com. Are you trying to boost your fertility and get pregnant? Not sure what to eat during your current pregnancy? Are you currently breastfeeding during postpartum? Sacred Medicine Mamas can help you to map out and optimize your pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, and postpartum journey. Allow Dr. Janelle Clayton, chiropractor, and holistic nutritionist Marjorie Glenn to help you thrive during this special time in your life. We offer high-quality nutritional supplements, meal planning, as well as mindfulness practices for your overall well-being. Shop our online store and holistic dispensary to find the best organic and natural products for you and baby set up a virtual consultation today results are priceless book a free consultation now by going to sacredmedicinemamas.com that's sacredmedicinemamas.com or call 541-639-639 
541-639-4575. That's 541-639-4575. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. On today's show, we are discussing how self-care is not selfish. And if you have a question or need some advice on self-care or simply want to share, message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. So, Brenda, what does self-care mean to you? Mm. Well, my idea of self-care has changed over time. I used to think of it as pampering time, which meant getting away from the kids and taking a bubble bath or getting a massage, which didn't happen very often at all. Um, So it was pampering to me, right, especially as a single mom. And whenever I would take that time, I would have that guilty feeling of it being selfish because there were so many other things that needed to be done. And as a good codependent, I wanted to make sure everyone else was taken care of first, putting myself last, if at all. What I wasn't realizing was that if I didn't take care of myself first in all areas of my life, then I was actually trying to pour out to other people from an empty cup. That meant that I would end up frustrated and resentful. It became super clear to me after having adrenal fatigue, a back fusion, neck fusion, and then a brain tumor for Pete's sake, that I wasn't taking care of myself very well at all. That maybe putting myself last wasn't working so well for me. It was through making a choice to slow down where I could take a closer look at what was causing me to not take care of myself that made a difference in how I started to think of self-care. The forgiveness work really helped me to find those beliefs and patterns of feeling not worthy that was underlying my thoughts. Now my thoughts around self-care are so different. They definitely include bubble bath time, (laughs) yet I look at massages as not pampering but actually part of my healthy and my health routine, like preventative health care, because it not only relaxes my body but it lowers stress hormones and increases my immune system, which is what forgiveness has done for me too. Go figure. (laughs) And it's not just a physical aspect of self-care that I've grown to appreciate and love taking time for now. It's the emotional, mental, and spiritual aspects as well. Having a daily routine of journaling, prayer, meditation, having a close friend that I can share with from the heart, along with the activities I do around self-acceptance and compassion, which is so important, keep me feeling more well-rounded, which has helped me to feel more confident, connected, and energized in my life, and not drained by it or feeling resentful most of the time. How about you, Sakura? <laughs> what does self-care mean to you? Well, you forgot facials in there, Brenda. <gasps> oh, that's I okay. Did. Okay, I'm going to add that. Top of the list. <laughs> I wonder why you said that, Sakura. <laughs> well, I'm extremely grateful that we're discussing this topic today. Um, self-care means so much to me personally and professionally. And like you as a single mother or once was, mm-hmm. um, since my daughter was only 15 months old, it was extremely important I learned to put my oxygen mask on first. I could not simply let myself go and live only for my child, although she does mean the world to me. I had to learn that caring for myself and taking time out from being a mom was not selfish, but rather necessary. Plus, it provided my daughter with an example of a strong mother and woman who could stand on her own two feet while being able to provide for her in a positive way. And having survived a rare and life-threatening illness, it is absolutely imperative that I am 100% taking care of myself. And I had to learn the hard way that you truly are the only one that can care for yourself absolutely and completely. 
because you are the only one who knows what it is you need mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And if you don't pay attention to those needs, your body will act out, (laughs) as both of you know. Definitely have some experience with that. (laughs) So mine did indeed act out and did so for a long time until it acted out in such a way that I had to stop everything I was doing, essentially putting my whole world on pause. And so now I have to make sure I'm not only doing all the right things physically to care for myself, like consuming healthier foods, taking all the supplements and working out, but also taking care of my mind through meditation and my soul through metaphysical modalities that help me to grow, evolve, and keep my consciousness high while being in the service to others. Self-care also happens to be a big part of what I promote professionally. I work on people's skin, their energy, minds, and souls. Them coming in to see me means they are taking time out of their schedule to devote time to themselves. It may seem like just a facial, but it is much, much more. It is saying yes to yourself in a way of showing yourself love. And I simply cannot ask something of my clients, which I am not giving to myself. Self-care to me means aligning with my true self. It is living my life authentically. It is doing all the things that bring in my true nature and doing those more regularly. Oh, I love that. And I remember having my first facial because I didn't do it for the longest time because it was like selfish. (laughs) And when I did Indulgent. I know. It was so amazing. Yeah. So I'm so happy that you bring that to people. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, one of the common themes I'm hearing between um, both of the things you guys said was this concept of listening to yourself. Not just so much about giving yourself the time to have a bath or a massage or read a book, but it's listening to yourself and your needs. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. It's instead of instead of taking care of everybody else, instead of just going to work, instead of taking care of your tasks. It's really about giving yourself that time to ask yourself, what do I need? Right. And what do I want? And make sure that we're a priority so we don't get in these positions where our health becomes compromised. Yeah. Or we have a life that we're not happy in. And I really think part of that, too, is not listening to our intuition, right? I mean, because our gut's always talking to us. Don't do that. That's probably not in your best interest. But we push it aside, right? We keep pushing it aside. Well, when our body then steps forward and is like, uh-uh, you're not pushing this aside so easily. This is something you're actually going to have to face. And listening to other people tell us things are selfish. Yeah. That was the other piece. And, and that's what I thought of, Rory, when you were sharing that. It was like... You know, it took me a long time to listen because I would get those little messages, Sakura, and yet I also had these other messages from people, like from the parents, right? The mm-hmm. mom is like, no, you take care of the family first, you know, and then you don't have time. But that's okay because that's what you do. So I think some people, don't you think, have kind of that, that's where that selfish piece comes in? Oh, that's definitely. And it's ingrained in our DNA, right? If you look at our lineage, especially for women, you know, you just, you didn't do that. It was all about the family. So. Yeah, sure. I just, you know, I think you mentioned this. It's like, what is, what's the lesson you want to teach your children? Is it to take care of everybody else at your own expense? I don't think so. No. I definitely want to teach my daughter that she needs to take care of herself first, because if she's not happy, if she's not healthy, mm-hmm. then how can she be of any service to anyone else? Well, yeah, because that, that's the resentment factor. You know, when I was really realizing that, how much resentment I was, because I was a positive person and taking care of people, but realizing how resentful I was, it really makes a difference. How many people out there don't realize that that's what's happening within them, right? Their bodies mm-hmm. are trying to tell them, but they don't really know what that means or what that is. And maybe that resentment is frustration or anger, mm-hmm. right? It manifests in different 
different ways. Yeah, yeah. and eventually becomes something physical. Mm-hmm. It definitely. Exactly. Yep. Learned that one. Definitely. Well, hey, guys, I know we've got some messages. So let's go to some of those. Eric? Sure. Sherry from San Francisco writes in and says, I know about physical self-care and exercising regularly, uh, but there was mention of some other areas for self-care in the show. What are those and some ideas on how I can incorporate them? Good question. Oh, yeah, it's a good question. Do you mind if I take this no, one? No, not at all. Please do. Well, and, and I like it, too, because you talked about it, too, Sakura, in what you think about self-care. So this is a great question, Sherry. Um, As I was embarking on my own self-care journey, I came across a place called the National Wellness Institute because I love to do research and I love to learn more about me and and us and how we tick. And they talked about six essential dimensions of wellness having to do with self-care. So I kind of knew them, but when they put it into this order, it it helped me to have have something physical in front of me that I could like do a self-check-in with. So, and what I liked about their di- their dimensions is it encompasses body, mind, and spirit. A lot of people do the body and the mind, but not the spirit. <laughs> and so having these six dimensions gave me a way to check in with myself where I was feeling out of balance. Then I could give that extra care to myself, whether that day or week or whatever it is that I felt I needed to do. And the six dimensions are physical, spiritual, emotional, intellectual, vocational, which I hadn't thought about, and social. Now, Sherry, you mentioned that you exercise regularly, which is great and a big piece of the physical dimension. The Institute also includes nutrition in the physical part as well. So take a look at what you're eating to make sure you feel good when you eat it. That was a huge one for me. Feeling good when I ate stuff? I didn't even think about that. The spiritual dimension is about knowing we exist beyond our physical selves and that our life has meaning and purpose. Feeling connected, not only to ourselves, but something bigger than us. Meditation can help us feel that way, too. The emotional dimension is all about allowing yourself to have your feelings. We are meant to experience a range of emotions, allowing the feelings instead of stuffing them, which causes the physical you know, responses like we talked about. <laughs> and I didn't realize how angry I was until I started allowing myself to feel my feelings. Now, our brains need exercise, too. And in the intellectual dimension, it is all about engaging in activities where we learn new things. And it's also about creativity like we were talking about the pandemic, about cooking, writing, dancing, whatever we can imagine, and it's important to get our imagination involved. In the vocational dimension, um, it's about finding meaning in your work, and I hadn't thought about this because I just went to work. And if it's hard to find that in the work that you do, can you find gratitude for where you're at? Because that can open the door to what really lights you up. And we are hardwired for social connection. Having at least one healthy relationship where you feel understood and then loved helps with your overall health and body, mind, and spirit. So hopefully, you know, that gave you some ideas in other areas of where you can look at, Sherry. Um, It was important for me to write them down and just do a little check-in every day to see where I'm at. Mm -hmm. It's really thorough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I did want to add to that, Brenda. Uh, You were talking about, like, thinking about when you eat. And I did um, find a study that actually when you thought bad thoughts about eating those French fries or the ice cream, you wouldn't metabolize it as fast. You would actually store it as fat because you're like, this is fat and bad for me. That makes sense. And so it would remain fat and bad for you. (laughs) So aren't we powerful? Uh huh. And then the other thing I would add, too, if you guys haven't checked out and, you know, maybe even Sherry wants to check out uh, Teresa Bavavila. 
of um, Spain. She was a Spanish nun who actually wrote The Interior Castle, which is all about the seven layers of the soul. And so just like you were talking about the different dimensions, exploring the different dimensions, the different dimensions of the soul. And so how we go through each dimension to find ourselves. And Carolyn Mace actually wrote another version of that, more modern day metaphysical, if you will. And um, that one is called Entering the Castle. So those might be some books she wants to look into as well. Yeah, I want to look into them too. (laughs) Yeah, I love how thorough that was and and, um, all the different categories. And I think for me, if I was to add anything, I think there's the physical and the next part is really just giving yourself that time to be in a space where you can just be, Mm. right? So that could just be just laying down and relaxing and allowing yourself to just be open and receptive to information coming in. Mm-hmm. And so not actually doing anything, right? Because we spend all day doing things. There's a very little time that we dedicate in our day to just being. And when we allow ourselves to just be, that's when all this information comes. That's when we can get to know ourselves. That's when we can get in more in touch with our feelings. But if we're constantly going from task to task, then we're kind of blocking that experience. And so I think the physical, the physical exercise is great. And it actually kind of gives you that space just naturally right. because you're focused on a task, which kind of lets your mind unwind. But I think outside of that, the next thing I'd recommend is just allowing yourself some time in the day, 10, 15 minutes to just be. Oh, I love how you simplify that, you know, just bringing it down to that. Because I also know that our nervous systems need that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what reset. I learned after that brain tumor. I didn't realize how much energy things took and how much we're constantly going until then where I couldn't. And then it was like, and they told me, you know, just take 10 to 15 minutes and just nothing, no input. And I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? I was in resistance to that. Yeah, it's <laughs> hard. It's hard. Yeah. And well, it seems that's... really boring. <laughs> like, what am I going to do for this 15 minutes? But that's I... where physical disease comes in, right? I mean, I know for me, I had to sit in it, and it was so painful. I couldn't do anything else. I tried to meditate. There was no meditating happening yeah. at all. One of the things I love is is breath work. And mm-hmm. so I have the Wim Hof app, and oh, I yes. just and it's nice because it's just guided, right? It can be 15 minutes. It can be 20 minutes. And all you're doing is just breathing. And it's interesting because it does reset your nervous system. Oh, good. So it's yeah. one of those things that you can do if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling overwhelmed. All right. I'm going to have to check out that app. Yeah, yeah. it's great. And do some um, ice baths, too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> if you're daring enough. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, but don't forget, if you have a question about self-care, message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. Peach Buzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits, leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast, and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S A K U R A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Hi, we are Sacred Medicine Mamas, and we are on a mission to help people heal and feel better through a variety of holistic wellness practices. We offer holistic wellness services for busy people who are ready to achieve optimal health. We are a health and wellness clinic. 
and a community of empowered people fighting true healing and health. We are not only practitioners passionate about people's health. We too are busy professional people. We have been where you are and we have experienced similar health issues. This is why we love working with people just like you to help you find true healing of your own. We offer services including chiropractic, massage therapy, weight loss and nutrition, pregnancy and postpartum nutrition yoga and fitness virtual sessions are available book an appointment with us today by going to sacredmedicinemamas.com that's sacredmedicinemamas.com or call 541-639-4575 that's 541-639-5475 your skin is your body's largest organ care for it properly starting with your face sakura skin and mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production eliminate toxins boost circulation and deeply cleanse see a new you in your mirror clinical facials range from 90 dollars and up do your face a favor sakura skin and mind erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time learn more sakuraskinandmind.com s-a-k-u-r-a skinandmind.com a health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime it leaves us frightened confused and asking why did this happen to me transformational coach rory reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him the universe had offered him a challenge he chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late in his book transform yourself through disease rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams don't let your health crisis define you take the next step and transform yourself today for a free life coaching consultation contact rory at roryreich.com that's r-o-r-y-r-e-i-c-h.com welcome back to love from the hip presents the conscious coaching hour i'm intuitive medium spiritual coach and your host sakura sutter i'm also the host of love from the hip and i'm forgiveness coach author and your host brenda reese and I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. So on today's show, we are discussing self-care and why self-care is not selfish. And if you have a question or need some advice or simply want to share, message us on our Facebook page, Love From The Hip, that's H-Y-P. So let's go right back to our questions or messages we have there, Eric. All right. Loretta from Everett says, my boyfriend makes me feel like my time for myself is taking away time from him. How do I still do things for myself without it seeming like I don't want to spend time with him? That's a good question. I yeah. have definitely been there. I know. Yeah. I think we all have. Uh-huh. Well, I'll go ahead and start. Um, so, Loretta, I know a lot of times when we are in a relationship and trying to do our own thing or continue on with our own hobby, it can seem like to the other person that we really want time away from them when really that is not the case. And it's hard sometimes, I think, for our partners to remember that, you know, when they, that our partner, when we, we enter into a relationship, may continue on with that hobby or interest that they had prior to our relationship. And that, you know, as we grow closer and eventually move in together, our lives can, you know, can meld into one. And we want to try not to, you want to separate that. But really, that's not healthy. 
And that doesn't, you know, make for a sustainable relationship. So I think it's important for two people while, while cohabitating or being an item is to still have those individual and independent hobbies and interests. Um, I think this only makes the relationship stronger, more well-rounded, and, well, less codependent. (laughs) And finding other things that make us happy outside of a person is healthy. Sometimes, though, that excitement outside of our relationship can also make that partner feel more insecure, especially if they have been insecure going into it. So I think you're just going to have to reassure him that you really do care for him and that you're taking time out for yourself doesn't mean that your feelings for him are any less. If anything, it makes your feelings for him stronger because it shows his strong sense of security by allowing you to continue on with those things. How do you guys feel? Yeah, you know, I think different people have different expectations and different ways of showing up in the world. And so a lot of it comes back to good communication really sitting down with your partner and explaining what you need and what that life looks like and hopefully coming to some agreement on how to, as you mentioned, cohabitat, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I I learned through life and through relationships because I was like that too. I was with partners that would be jealous because I, though as a woman, I, I needed to talk with other women. I needed outside interests. I needed something separate because I was so codependent, you know, for a long time. So going into the, the, my current relationship, it was really important to kind of talk about that ahead of time. I found that that was super helpful. It's like, what is your idea about this? Definitely. Do you have outside interests? You know, let's talk about that. Let's look at it. And it was just a healthier way to do it. And, and it was so cute because he was like, wow, I've never done this before. <laughs> I really appreciate that, uh-huh. you know, yeah. and it really helped. Because then that way we don't have, we, we know where we stand on it. And then we can also support each other when we do need some extra TLC, right? right. When, we are, when we are needing to be with each other instead of, like if I'm out of balance and I'm spending too much time somewhere else, giving him the permission to go, hey, can we have some time together? And I think it's challenging too is because, like, as we were saying, we already feel guilty about, you know, spending time on ourselves, Right. We don't need a partner to make us feel even more guilty, right? So communication is key versus stuffing those emotions and those feelings and just talking about it, So, which yeah. can be challenging. Yeah, I think just getting to know and understand each other is so important, as you said, from the get-go. you know. And I hate to take the romantic part out of it, but having <laughs> those conversations and trying to be realistic about it and, and design a life that you are both excited to live is... Mm-hmm. Don't put that off for too long. Well, and I feel like it's also, I mean, a lot of people these days are like, what's your love language? So I don't, I don't think it's too far from being acceptable to talk about right away. <laughs> oh, I don't think so either. And, yeah. I, and I think it's almost a little bit of a relief when somebody starts the conversation, <laughs> right? Because not a lot of us grew up like that or know about that. But I think the more we're becoming aware and the more that, like, the pandemic has helped show us what is important, what isn't in relationships, mm-hmm. then we can bring that forward into into our lives now, too. It doesn't even have to be from the get-go. We can start a conversation now, like yeah. that she's talking about here. Yeah, It's like, hey, start the conversation now going, okay, it feels to me like you are feeling this way or you're saying this. Let's have a chat. Yeah, and I think there are few things more difficult than sustaining a long-term partnership, right? <laughs> and and you got to take yep. it seriously. And everybody's yep. trying to find the answer. Uh-huh. 
And I think, as we mentioned, the foundation is good communication and trying to hopefully make sure you're on the same page about the life that you want to create together. And so, yeah. And being able to build that bridge from the she shed to the he shed. <laughs> I so love that. important. I'm not sure I've heard that one before. But. I, well, I like hope that, that helps, Loretta. <laughs> well, let's go to our next question. I think the he shed is called a man cave. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's I stand a, corrected. It's definitely a requirement. So just all the ladies out there understand a man cave just comes with the, with the territory. territory. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Sarah from California says, I want to add more self-care into my life, but with three kids, I just don't feel like I have the time to do it. Any tips? Well, I think we've all had kids, huh? Yes. So we've got some experience with that. But only two of you have them in the house, really. That's true. What what is your guys' take on this? Um, I'll let Rory start. All right. Let me see. Uh, Hi, Sarah. Well, well, I don't have three children. Uh, I do have one. And I completely understand the challenges of trying to fit in me time uh, on top of everything else. And what I've noticed with myself and with clients I've worked with is that everyone has some free time in their day, but we don't always use it as best as we could because we don't always have a plan for it. So my advice when you have kids is to work with your partner, exactly what we've just talked about, and establish a schedule where each of you can have time for yourself during the week. Uh, that way, the two of you can discuss your, your unique self-care needs and create a plan that works for your family. I also find uh, if I put things into a calendar, I'm more likely to stick to them because I've seen them there all day and I'm mentally preparing myself. I say this because self-care isn't always taking a bath or a nap, which is pretty easy to get motivated to do. Uh, but sometimes it's taking a class, doing physical activity, or working on a project that you're really excited about. And I've noticed that it's sometimes hard to get myself immediately into that right frame of mind when I've been working all day or taking care of errands. Um, So decide what you need, make a plan, and get excited about it. Yeah, and we also don't know if Sarah actually has a partner or that is very (laughs) true, which definitely complicates it. But that would mean also, I, I would think, you know, I hear a lot about relying on your neighborhood, right? Relying on other moms to help out and, and swapping your children, like giving time, you know, away and taking time for them and getting that self-care in that way. Well, and, you know, delegating more things to your kids if you can, depending on their age, right? Sure. And it could be as easy as, okay, it's movie time, kids, <laughs> and I'm going to go in the other room and read my book or do my meditation and, and just making sure that that priority is there and then finding the tools to be able to allow yourself to do that. I think there's, there's probably always an answer to most situations. Even though it might only be 30 minutes a day, yeah. that 30 minutes can do a lot for you. Well, yeah, and there's even the time where I had to get up early, you know. I know, we don't mind to hear that. I don't don't (laughs) like that time. But, I mean, you know, we hear that, but sometimes that's it before, and it's kind of hard. If they're young kids, I feel you because, you know, they get up early. Right. So, you know, I don't want to be getting up at 4 or 4.30. Some people do. But there's that piece. And I also like the fact of when you were saying calendar, Rory, which I really like that it's practical. Yep. And there's those family calendars definitely, where you put it on the fridge or you put it somewhere and people like the kids have their classes as if mommy has her class, yeah. <laughs> you know, and even though I know that there's guilt involved here and that we are, you know, some of the moms I'm hearing, you know, it's like my kids are getting too much screen time. Mm, I, yeah, it's tough. And sometimes we have to just like push that guilt part aside and go, you know what, this is sanity here. Right. And this is sanity. 
and let me take a look at that. Let's calendar the time. And like, I love that idea of here, kids, movie time or iPad time or whatever yep. that is. And I'm going to be over here. Mommy time. <laughs> it's mommy time. <laughs> yeah. And not feeling guilty about it. Well, yeah. And I remember when the, my kids were young, I would come home and say, okay, I'm going to the bedroom, shut the door for 15 minutes. And you need to give mommy 15 minutes. And of course, they'd sit outside the door. And at first, they would knock, you know, and stuff. And pretty soon, we stopped that. But it Maybe was important. change your mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it when that made all the difference in the world. Right. But I had to get over myself and the guilt that somehow I'm doing something <laughs> bad to my child or mm-hmm. children and go, oh, wait a minute. This is sanity here. We need to, you know, if there's no partner, um, the gosh, I need to, I need to figure this out. And it's going to make you a better mom. It will yeah. make you a totally better mom. Yeah. I keep saying too, it's those lessons you're passing on to your children. Oh, Absolutely. Right? I love that. For sure. Love that. Well, do we have time for another question? Yeah. Um, and this ties right into the last question in a way. Cindy from Bellevue says, my calendar is already full of obligations and responsibility. I'm busy from the time I get up to when I fall into bed exhausted. I feel like I understand the importance of self-care, yet what's keeping me from doing it? Mm. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 That's oh, a loaded oh. question. Oh, my gosh. So I, you know, I yes, I can relate to this so much because... You know, I spent so many, I, I was reading so many books on time management and busyness and all that and trying to find out why am I keeping myself so busy for so long? Um, it's such a good question, Cindy. Um, so I can relate to having such a busy schedule and feeling exhausted and not being able to take the time. For me, uh, it was a few years ago that I heard the question, are you hiding behind the busy? And I cried. Hmm. It struck a chord with me so much that I, I just couldn't deny it. I had to just stop. And it, what it did is it got me curious. I wanted to find out why was I keeping myself so busy? Did I really need all these things on my calendar? What were my priorities? I didn't even feel like I had time to stop and figure out those priorities because it felt like another thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yet it was in the curiosity that an opening started happening for me. I hadn't done anything different with my schedule. I just allowed the question to be there of why am I keeping myself busy? I started noticing that I was getting these flashes of memories and thoughts. And so I sought out a coach who helped me to put them into a timeline because I, I didn't know what to do with them. And in that timeline, I discovered that my busyness was coming from a belief about needing to prove myself. That was huge. It was a very common belief amongst us busy people. Digging deeper, I found that this belief of needing to prove myself was from a deeper belief of not feeling worthy or good enough. This belief kept me saying yes to people and projects and taking classes to learn more because I didn't feel like I knew enough. So my drive to do all the things and be busy wasn't from the love of doing the things. It was coming from somewhere else. I discovered that I was afraid to not be busy because then I'd have to sit with my deep sadness I was carrying underneath the busy. So I allowed the sadness to come up. It was uncomfortable, yet the coach guided me and was there for me. And you know what? It wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. In fact, I was amazed at the process and how good I felt. My suggestion is to ask yourself that question of why am I keeping myself busy Hmm. and see what opens up for you. Journal about it if you feel drawn to, if you feel like you have the time, or record the thoughts in your phone in between appointments. 
and then reach out to someone that can help you process through it when you're ready. I like all of that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I have so much to add to that, but <laughs> we're going to have to take a quick break. Uh, everyone stick around for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial designed for your rugged skin. A deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one, two, three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com It's the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. Check us out on our new affiliate on Sundays at 12 p.m. on AM 1450 KBKW. On today's show, we are discussing self-care and why self-care is not selfish. Yes. Yeah, so before the uh, before the break, I loved what you had to say. Um, it just reminded me of something that I've experienced within myself: this busyness, um, and that I've seen in other people that it's it's actually habitual, right? It's somewhat self-induced that we end up creating this pattern for ourselves and this way of showing up in life where we're always rushing, we're always busy, we always feel overwhelmed, but there is another choice. And I know it doesn't feel like it, and I do struggle with that myself, of do I really need to feel stressed in this moment? Or is this just a habit of being in this situation, of being at work and, and feeling overwhelmed in life? And so I think we all have to ask ourselves that. Do you really need to feel stressed out in this moment? Can you take a breath? Can you slow down? Is there another choice? And I think in most chan- in most opportunities, there there is another choice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's time for the Oracle Card in the Conscious Coaching Hour. All right. Well, we're going to ask Spirit or Universe for further guidance on today's topic of self-care. 
Okay, so today we have the Queen of the Moon Oracle by Stacy DeMarco. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Let me shuffle the cards real quick. Okay, you want to pick one, Sakura? Sure. All right, don't look at it. Okay, we have <laughs> self-love. Radical self-love is necessary. Empowerment starts from the inside out. Do not compare yourself to others. Start your change with focus and love of self. Sometimes we feel we are not enough. Sometimes we are even told we are not enough by our own voice, the voices of others, and our culture. Not smart enough, not pretty enough, not powerful enough, not talented enough, not good enough at what we choose to do, and as a result, of, as a result all of this makes us not love ourselves enough. This craziness is just a diversion from knowing yourself really well and discovering amazing aspects of yourself that are entirely satisfying. Focus on you, not others, and discover where you really might like change, if anywhere or anything. For your own personal benefit, not for some outward measure of enoughness. True power and happiness come from the inside out, like an unfurling spiral. Woe is the person who relies on the opinions of others to gain happiness and self-measure. Choose radical self-love. Choose you. What a perfect card. Yeah. I agree. There was so much in there uh, about what we were talking about today. And self-care and self-love go hand in hand. Oh, they, they do. <laughs> so what are our final takeaways on self-care? Well, I would say that self-care is demanding you to step into yourself, right? To show up for yourself. And I think that if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that we weren't stepping into ourselves. We weren't stepping into our own healing and our own care enough, right? Mm -hmm. And so now with this pause, we're able to actually reinvent self-care and prioritize it better. Um, I think even the fear of, you know, contracting the virus has nudged us to look into new ways of caring for ourselves and our bodies, our minds, and even our souls. And happily, I can say it's a new age, new me era, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. Well, I think for me, I'd say, you know, let's start by redefining what self-care is. I think we've been talking about that a lot today. Self-care is not just making time to recharge your batteries with a nap or meditation or by taking a break from your family, although these are all important. I think self-care ultimately is about setting priorities and setting boundaries and finding purpose in our lives. Mm, I love that. I, I so agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And for me, self-care means taking responsibility for your well-being in all areas of your life, like we've talked about today. It's about self-reflection, which involves spending time getting to know who you are and what you need, and then committing to making some choices, like you talked about, Rory, and taking actions towards those areas. Self-care is also about forgiving others in your life, and yourself for past mistakes. That's a good one. And so what are some actions our listeners can do for self-care? Uh, I will go first. <laughs> I, I think we talked about this earlier. You know, I'd say treat self-care like a job, right? With your job, you have a schedule. You put it on your calendar. 
and that we talked about, you know, you ensure your friends and family members know about your commitments. Uh, and when it's time, you know, just like your job, you show up. If you don't make it, uh, if you don't take it seriously and make it a priority, then it's going to fall through the cracks. Mm, so true. <laughs> Love that. Well, and I'd like to offer up a suggestion um, to start by making a forgiveness list. Now, get a piece of paper and make three vertical columns. In the first one, write down people, institutions, and situations that you feel angst or guilt or shame around. Now, in that second column, write some words describing your feeling, whether it's anger, hurt, sad, guilt. And in the third column is where you put a percentage from 1 to 100 of how much you feel that feeling that you wrote in column number two. It's an amazing tool that helps you get clarity around the energy that gets stuck in our bodies. I'm going to do that today. Yeah, I've never tried that. <laughs> it's good. I'm going to go home right now. It's good. I like it. And I lastly want to add, because self-care and self-love do go hand in hand, and this is something that I do do with my clients, is recommending the mirror method. So try placing an affirmation up on the mirror with, of course, you know, the best lipstick or, you know, dry erase <laughs> yeah, marker. Yeah, what if I don't have lipstick? <laughs> dry erase okay. marker. Okay. Something like, I am strong or I am loving, whatever feels right, but also maybe slightly uncomfortable, right? Because remember, negative self-talk is just as challenging to stop as positive self-talk is to put in place. Practice will help, and believing will help more. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I want to see too. your lipstick color. Mm, <laughs> fuchsia? I'll share Is some. Is that a lipstick right? color? I'll okay. share some. Okay. I'm sure you have lots of good <laughs> colors to choose from. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We want to thank Eric, our amazing producer. Thank you for reading those messages thank for you, us. Thank you, Eric. Oh, thank you. And thanks to the <laughs> listeners for writing in. Great yeah. questions, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and KKNW and our new affiliate, KBKW, the talk of Grace Harbor. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share our podcast, The Conscious Coaching Hour, which you can find under Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. Anywhere you can find podcasts. And what are we talking about on our next show? On our next show, we'll be discussing why it's important to grieve and how to grieve. Oh, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> mm, doesn't sound... Do you love this show? Do you have a question and you would like us to answer on the air? Follow us, like us, and message us on Instagram or Facebook at Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. You can find me at SakuraSetter.com. You can find me at RoryReich.com. And you can find me at Brenda Reese, R-E-I-S-S, Coaching.com. Tune in every month on Wednesdays from 2 to 3 p.m. on AM 1150 KKNW and Sundays from 12 to 1 p.m. on AM 1450 KBKW for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. Where we help you awaken your intuition and inner coach. So you can live your best life.